Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We've got all morning long to talk about the Super Bowl, and we have and we will. But Super Bowl Sunday is always a big news-breaking day. Tom Pelissero, Mike Garofalo, and Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, they put their heads together, did some reporting, and they wrote up little blurbs on eight or nine quarterback situations in the NFL, including the Pittsburgh Steelers that came out yesterday morning. I'm just going to read this real quick, Paul. We'll call this segment Crowley Reads briefly. After two years of Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, and Mason Rudolph in the quarterback room together, expect significant changes at the position in Pittsburgh. Yada, yada, yada. They said that Mason Rudolph would like a change of scenery. They said Mitch Trubisky is going to be cut by the Steelers and that their expectation is that Ryan Tannehill will be signed by the Steelers. Now, I think, Paul... I mean, God, it, it almost doesn't even it, it almost doesn't even matter, man. You look at Patrick Mahomes, and then you look at Lamar Jackson, right. Josh Allen, uh, Justin Herbert just got a good coach. Justin Herbert has a coach now. Here comes Aaron Rodgers yeah, back. I oh, think, Joe Burrow forgot about him. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Deshaun yeah. Watson's better than Joe Flacco, I think, even though he hadn't exactly shown it in Cleveland. I mean, the list the list of good quarterbacks in the AFC is so long that I think it almost doesn't matter, but. Here's what I would do. I would try to trade for Justin Fields. And honestly, man, I think I'd be in the market for Baker Mayfield. I really do. He's it, more talented the than their guys. Of all the guys they've heard names of, he would be the one that I would have some interest in. Baker? Baker Mayfield. Because I think the way the Steelers play, I think he would be a pretty good fit. Yeah. And, and I think he's better than all these guys that I keep hearing. The thing about Ryan Tannehill, how old do you think he is? I know how old he is, but yeah. I mean, when the season begins, he's going to be 36 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at his career here. I mean, he's. What about this would excite you? I guess is the question I have. So if they're if they're set on Kenny Pickett, and they want to provide quote unquote competition for Kenny Pickett, you know, I bet they don't really want Kenny to be beat out. But if they want a viable backup option, I actually don't hate the Tannehill thing. Again, my pie in the sky, I would love to see Justin Fields or Baker Mayfield in here. Just uproot the entire room. Kenny's your backup. One of those guys is your starter. I don't think they're going to do that. No, that's never good. They've made it clear that Kenny Pickett is their guy. Right. Which is is why the part about Mason Rudolph leaving makes sense. And honestly, I think... Look, Mason did a nice job at the end of last year. He got them into the playoffs. It was a great redemption story. I was really happy for Mason Rudolph. If he doesn't want to come back, I totally understand that too. I think one of the reasons why he was so good, especially relative to recent quarterback play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, is because he knew the system. Because he had experience within the system. So if you go out and you get Ryan Tannehill as your backup or a guy that pushes Kenny Pickett, at least he's got that. 
At least he's familiar with the Arthur Smith system, and he went to the AFC Championship game with Arthur Smith. Also, his last three games of the season, so he was inactive for a while, and then he didn't play because he got hurt because he was inactive, and they didn't play because they wanted to give Will Levis the opportunity. But the last three games of the season, he did play, and he was actually pretty all right. You know, he threw two touchdowns, one pick, so the stats won't blow you away, but he completed 70% of his passes. He had a quarterback rating of 93, which is something you haven't seen here in Pittsburgh, apart from Mason <laughs> Rudolph since when Ben left. Like, If they are married to Kenny Pickett, and we both agree that they that they are here, okay, as a backup, somebody that Kenny Pickett can pick his brain as sort of an extension to the coaching staff, I actually, I really don't hate the Tannehill. It doesn't get me excited. I, I guess, yeah, that's, I don't hate it either, but I, I'm not excited by it. That's, and I guess, you know what, it's not about being excited. It's about trying to put together the best roster you can. But my question is, if you're committing to Kenny Pickett with almost no competition, are you really giving yourself the best chance to win? No, and Art talks about urgency. Right. Running it back as this is a, another a third trial balloon season, that doesn't scream urgency no. to me. And bringing in a guy like Tannehill, who, again, I think we probably both can agree, he's better than Kenny Pickett. You know, and he had some nice seasons. In Miami 2014, he had 27 touchdowns. You know, 20, 24 touchdowns in 2015. He's always been serviceable or a little bit better than serviceable. In 2020, he had 33 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And that was the year that, the, you know, uh, Derrick Henry uh, went crazy. So, in some ways, he actually fits what the Steelers are looking for. When he can hand it off, use play action, he's pretty functional. I just think... Are you giving yourself the best chance to win? No. No. That's my question. No. And, dude, they can spend the money on Baker if they wanted to. If he if he does enter free agency, because the report that Pelissero and Garofalo, uh, Garofalo and Ian Rappaport put together also talked about that. They want him back in Tampa. He probably wants to go back to Tampa where he's familiar, and they had success this year. Beat the Eagles in the playoffs, too. But... You know, if if he gets out into the free agent market, you're going to get into a bidding war there. But you can restructure contracts. You there are contracts that you can get off your books, like the Mitch Trubisky one. There are others right, as right, well. Right, right, right. You could afford that guy, and you would position yourself better in the AFC. Again, I I don't think whatever they bring in this offseason, unless they would trade up and get one of these premier three quarterbacks in the draft, nothing you're going to do is going to change the balance of power in the AFC. No. But you're going to give yourself more of a chance with the upside of a Baker Mayfield, who I think figured it out, and honestly was better in Cleveland, people remember. And he, his final season, he's playing all busted up. That guy's tough. I respect that about and he, him. And listen, he willed that Tampa team to, to the playoffs this year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you would position yourself better with him. You'd position yourself better with Justin Fields, and you'd have to you know, pick up the option on Fields, but... Okay, so what? I know that he has not proven that he can be a great player in the NFL, but neither is Kenny. I'll take the guy with traits. Both of those guys have better traits. Both of those guys have better measurables than Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I'll tell you one big thing about the Steelers' salary cap, and this probably tells you a little bit about where they're at. Their four highest-paid players are all on defense. Mm -hmm. Right? They're two... Highest-paid offensive players are a 97-year-old receiver, which 
I mean, we can all agree. I, I didn't understand the Allen Robinson thing. Boy, that that guy stunk this year. But no I, offense. But I'm just saying he's done. He was done. Everybody, you know, it's like and you're gonna tell me when 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 you tell me that you're signing him for 15 million. <laughs> like I thought, okay, they're gonna sign Allen Robinson. They'll get him for two and a half, three million. That's not a bad insurance policy. Fifteen million. Well, they had to take on the existing contract, right? Because right. it was a trade. Right. right. That's my point. And then you've got Deontay Johnson at eighteen million. I mean, those are your six best, biggest contracts. They've tried to go kind of the opposite of the Chiefs, right? Where the Chiefs have that young, cheap defense. The Steelers have that young, cheap-ish offense. But that changes real quick too, because yeah. you're going to have to pay Fryermuth. You're going to have to pick up the option Do you? on Najee Harris. Do you have to sign Fryermuth? No, but I think they will. They will. Especially with the Arthur Smith hire. Because right. they targeted tight ends like 160 times or something like that yeah. last year. And you have him and you have Connor Hayward and you have mm-hmm. you know, uh, Darnell Washington. I get it. But how much are you going to be willing to pay Fryermuth? I mean, I hope, I hope that you're not going TJ Hawkinson range, but that's the last comp, right? I'm just saying... You know what they have, Always Paul? hurt. Not a great blocker. Always, you know what I mean? Like, I think he can be a dynamic playmaker in the passing game if utilized correctly. But he he's not these guys. He's not hes not Kelsey. He's not Kittle. He's not Hawkinson at this point. What they've got, man, is a lot of good players. They don't have a single great player on offense. On offense, no. Not have, one. They don't really have a difference maker. Their running backs are good. Their tight ends are... Okay. The wide receivers have tantalizing talent, but Deontay Johnson's an elite level two, in my opinion. He's He's not a one. He's a two. And Pickens can't get his head out of his ass. Yeah. So you really, if you really, if you really look at the offense, I mean, (laughs) it's a whole lot of math. So what is the Steelers' biggest need going into the draft and free agency? How, apart from quarterback, hello, how do they begin to close this gap? We'll get to that coming up next at 412-928-9370. We won't stay too far off the Super Bowl all morning long. You can chime in on the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. You can tweet us. Brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillskia.net. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Paul, I woke up today, and apart from my indigestion, which is absolutely just destroying me right now, too much buffalo chicken dip. I'm also dejected. I'm dejected, man. I got the acid reflux going on. I'm making trips to the bathroom every 15 minutes. I ate a whole vat of buffalo chicken dip. But I'm dejected because I look at Kansas City, and all year long I thought, well, they're not that good. Their defense is good. Their quarterback is great. Their tight end is one of the best of all time. But they couldn't catch the football. They didn't blow you away with the eye test this year. Like they wouldn't have qualified Again, for the college football playoff. Yes, ball. I would have said. I would say this. And the Steelers are just so far away, even from that. I would say this, and there's a whole lot of people that probably should uh, give me a, a, a apology on Twitter. If you remember when the Steelers qualified for the playoffs. There was some scenario where they could have played Kansas City instead of Buffalo. And I had all these morons telling me I was out of my mind because I said Buffalo was a better matchup for the Steelers than going out to Kansas City. They have zero chance of beating Mahomes and Andy Reid. And then what it came down to to me is Andy Reid, Mahomes, Josh Allen, McDermott. Mm-hmm. You tell me who in a playoff game you'd rather see. You know who was one of those morons? You? Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I'm I, just saying. I feel real dumb about it today. I do. I, I was thinking about that last well, night. Well, no I offense to you. I can't believe I no wanted the Steelers to, to play these yes. guys. No offense to you, but I'm just telling you, when I had all these people coming at me, I'm like, listen to what you're saying. But here's the biggest problem. You're Paul. saying you'd rather see Andy <laughs> Reid and Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City than Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. Please. It's like saying, I don't even know what it's like saying. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really, it really is dumb upon, upon my second look at that, but you were right on at the beginning of it. The problem is Buffalo beats him by two scores. Kansas City would have beat him by multiple scores. Of course they would have. Baltimore, I know the Steelers had their number, but... How close are the Steelers to a team that went 13-4 and this season who has a two-time MVP? How close are the Steelers to Cincinnati if they've got Joe Burrow? How close are the Steelers to the New York Jets if they bring Aaron Rodgers back and he's healthy this year, which I guess the assumption is that they would. I mean, are they even, even going to be close to what Justin Herbert and Jim Harbaugh can do out there in Los Angeles? Yeah. I, I... They have needs, duh, but it's really going to be shuffling deck chairs on the Titanic. They can go get Zach Frazier from West Virginia, plug him in, and he can be a 10-year, 15-year player in the interior of the offensive line. That's how highly I think of that guy. Great. What does that do? You can get a tackle. Great. (laughs) What does that do? I actually understand the Arthur Smith hiring, Paul, because you're going to now actually dive headfirst into zigging while everyone else is zagging, right? Like well, they tried to do it with Canada. Now they've got a guy that can actually do that, I think. But really, like, no matter what they add in this offseason, 
Well, again, are they going to be anything better than a seven seed at their at their apex? I, probably not. But here's the thing: the thing about Arthur Smith and why I didn't hate it because he fits their talent. Yes, I like the. I actually like, like it. If, if if you wanted, you know, people wanted Bobby Slowick and all these other guys like that. They don't have the quarterback to 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 run those kinds of systems. What they have. Is you know they can they can run the ball with both their running backs right. They're gonna have three tight ends on the field at some point. They're gonna play big jumbo, and then they're gonna ask their quarterback to throw play action passes yep. and never really have to make tough throws. I'm okay with trying to be those titans right from 19 and 20 because at least you've got now a guy calling plays who's good at that right, and you do have that kind of talent. If they had brought in one of these hot shot young throw the ball all over the yard offensive coordinators, are you really gonna are you really gonna do that to to Mahomes? Is that how you're gonna beat them? You're gonna go in. You're gonna try to score forty five. They'll score forty six on you. We gonna do that right. with with Buffalo? They're gonna score one more point. And the thing you. that was the problem with the Titans. Those Titans teams when they were really good, they got the most out of what they could have Absolutely. gotten out of it. And that's to me, unfortunately, that's kind of what this has turned into. Yeah. And I think that I think that that you know the Steelers have been that team. And in some ways, if this was twenty years ago, Adam, before the seventh wild card spot, we probably would be having a different conversation about the Steelers the last few years because they wouldn't have even slopped their way into a couple of playoff spots if there was only one or two. You know, back way back when there's only one wild card mm-hmm. spot, right? Well, think about what it looks like if they make the playoffs again next year. Are they going to win the division? Are you going to unseat Baltimore? Probably not. Because say what you will about that guy and how he doesn't get it done in the playoffs, and, and those things are true. And, and he doesn't right. get it done against the Steelers. Those things are true. What he does is win a whole bunch of games. They're going to be right up there again. Cincinnati's going to have Joe Burrow. If he stays healthy, they're going to be right up there again. And say what you will about Cleveland. Stefanski just won Coach of the Year because he got them to the playoffs with five quarterbacks. Right. The best of which wound up being Joe freaking Flacco. <laughs> so if you even make the playoffs, you're going to be a six or seven seed. And so you're going to have to play Mahomes, or you're going to have to play Josh Allen, or you're going to have to play Lamar Jackson, or you're going to have to play Aaron Rodgers. If you're just going to go into this thing with Kenny Pickett, I understand the zig and zagging thing. I do understand that. Well, you're not going to get anything better than your fate these last few years. It's just not going well, again, to happen. And, and again, I think that's the, that's, the, that's the question for the Steelers, is how do you – take that step to get to a point where you're in legitimate contention for the AFC title. Forget about the Super Bowl title. The AFC title. How do you get to become, and there are some people in this town who are Steeler home, you know, homers, and they'll say, oh, well, they made the playoffs. They're, they're, they're in contention. No, they're not. Well, Tomlin said they're closer than they've been. Which to me is laughable. It is kind of true, though. Well, it's true that they lost by less. Yeah, they did lose by less. But they're also going to probably, according to that Tom Pelissero report, not have the quarterback that even got you there. So how can you say you're closer? (laughs) And here's the other thing. As you said, you're in a division with the Ravens, who were a fairly young team, really. I mean, they had a couple of spots where they were a little bit old, but for the most part, they're they're a relatively young team. And they're so well run. You have the... The Browns, who, for my money, might have the best roster outside of the quarterback position. If Deshaun Watson you know, comes back and can play well, 
That might be the best overall in Nick Chubb. You know, all the guys that got hurt this year. That might actually be the best roster in the division. They have the greatest defensive player in the history of mankind and Miles uh, Garrett. Yeah, of course. And then you've got Joe Burrow coming back. It's entirely possible you could win nine games and finish in fourth place or something. Mm -hmm. So that's the toughest thing. And even though I, I have endorsed Baker Mayfield or Justin Fields to be the quarterback, Right. I mean, are are you going to be a team that gets a one seed or a two seed? Because what they have to do, the way everything's stacked uh-huh. against them, is you got to go through all those guys. Right. Now, Mahomes just did it, but he's Mahomes. You're going to have to go through all of that. It's just I woke up today feeling very depressed. I mean, you got to go through. So you got the three in your division. Uh-huh. And then you've got to go through. And listen, I know they fell apart this year. But I feel like Jacksonville is still going to be a factor, you know. I didn't even mention him. You got you got the, the Texans with that young guy. Didn't even mention him. Right. Plus you've got I think, you know, Herbert will be a lot better. They got a Allen. Play. Steelers are playing the Chargers next year by the way. Right. Allen. They're playing the Chiefs. Yes. They're playing the Cowboys. They got to play their division. They got to play the Eagles. This right. sucks, Ron. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like the AFC is going to be really, really difficult. And, and in order to win, you're going to have to do one of two things. The Steelers are going to have to, you know, th- th- this thing where the defense is elite sometimes, it's going to have to be elite pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to figure out a way to run the football well enough that you are able to mask some of the deficiencies of your quarterback. Well, and he, someone just texted this. Steelers were 5-1 and one in the division this year. This year was the perfect storm for the Steelers to make the playoffs with Burrow being hurt. And the Browns, you know, you beat them with Deshaun Watson, but they were you know, banged up, and kudos to them for all that they achieved really in a banged-up season. Now, you didn't have to deal with Rodgers. I thought that that would be a team that could contend maybe for an AFC championship this year in the New York Jets. You, you had a bad year at a Justin Herbert's Los Angeles Chargers. All these things, you sneak in, still get your ass kicked. You know, what if everything goes right for teams next year? Right. Or for more teams than not? It's right. not going to be pretty. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They're all going to get better. And, and so people are texting in, I guess just don't play the season next year. Hey, man, if you woke up today feeling good about the Pittsburgh Steelers, great, good on you. Now, you're a glass-half-full kind of guy. Yeah, I woke yeah. up today feeling like absolute crap for more reasons than one. Is I just can't see a path forward, e- even the next five years, where I can think, oh, the Steelers can do X, Y, and Z and get there. Right. I, I can't see it today. right. right. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like when you see these teams play, like people that watch that Bills-Chiefs game. Different sport. They were just like, this is not even like the same thing that the Steelers are. Whatever the Steelers are doing, this is not the same. Um, when you've got high-level quarterback play, you're in a different category altogether as a team. And I guess I guess <clears throat> I just said I can't see a scenario where in the next five years that much of anything changes. You know, I guess if injuries befell them and they wound up accidentally tanking because they won't do it on purpose and you fall bass-ackwards into a great quarterback fine or you did trade for Justin Fields and all of a sudden the light clicks on for him, okay, then maybe you have a chance. (laughs) Right. But if they want to keep progressing the way that they are and it's, oh, Kenny Pickett and Ryan Tannehill and some jabroni, maybe your guy, maybe it's Jordan Travis who's who's not a jabroni in, in the draft, it's not going to change for them. Coming up next... We'll get back to the Super Bowl here. You either die a hero 
or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Paul Zeiss. One guy that was once popular now is a laughing stock. We'll talk about it next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's the end of the first quarter, and you move to the second quarter. That's right, because I can only feel the number of people out there being like, what's going on? First and goal. Mahomes plays it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And this was the Andy Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special. We talked about he was saving all day. He's going to fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career, he's been waiting for his one Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. When Michael Jordan wins it again. I'm old enough to remember people liking Tony Romo in the broadcast booth, Paul. I thought he was atrocious last night and that was the final call there of the game the touchdown to McCole Hardman that won it for Kansas City and really you should be letting that thing breathe a little bit then give the analysis the best ones do do that the best play-by-play guys do that and you need the color commentary dude to get out of the way Tony Romo fills every single silence it's not radio man it's TV it's amazing to me when you see a guy like him when he first started and we talked about how he analyzes the game and there was a point there where he was calling out plays before they'd happen and of course they told him not to do that he's gone from that where it was clear he did all his homework and he was then he got to a point where he just for maybe a year and a half or so just decided he wasn't going to do any homework didn't care just 
showed up because they were paying him all this money. And he would say all these outlandish things. But now he's just become annoying. Yes, annoying. Because, as you say, the beauty of broadcasting, being a, a, you know, a, a color commentator on a television broadcast, is we're all watching in the game. Mm-hmm. Let the moment be the moment. You don't have to describe it like you're doing radio. You know? And he just couldn't help himself. And he says some some of the craziest things. They're like, does this guy even know what he's talking about here? Like, for instance, I'll give you a great one. Um, who was it that tied it at 16-6? So it was the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So the Chiefs were up 13-10. to 10. That's when it was. And the, and the 49ers got down there. There was like 10 minutes left in the game or whatever. I mean, it and and Tony Romo's like, yeah, you know, I don't think you're going to go. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely have to go for it here. Didn't we just learn from the guy last week? You tie the game. Take the points. 100, 100 times out of 100. you tie, Especially it was like fourth and sixth or something. I think it was fourth and goal from the sixth. All I'm saying is he just says these things where he, and he just keeps talking and talking. And talking. It's like, dude. I, I can't. I know that Nance has said. The opposite, but I can't imagine Nance loves working with him as compared to Sims. You know, they I, I didn't think Sims was great, but they had a rapport, and Nance was the star. And I think Nance is the star, I think Nance is as good as it gets at what he does. Romo steps all over him constantly. How many times <laughs> did Romo say yesterday, Oh, this, this is the play that the Super Bowl's on the line, Jim? Okay, all right, I get it. Yes, and one of my favorite things about. Like, my favorite broadcasters. You know, Pierre Maguire, I know, gets crapped on by a lot of people. I love his passion and his energy. I love that about Romo, too. But you need to be able to dial it back. And right. the end of the game there that we just played, as I'm watching it live, I screamed at the TV, shut the hell up. <laughs> it's history. Let it breathe. You're going to have time for your analysis. You're going to have time when they show the replay to let people know what play Andy Reid called and why it was so masterful. You don't have to do it on the back of Jim Nance giving the final call because he stepped on the final syllables for Nance. Right. Just shut up. Stay out of the way a little bit. Callis has an opinion on Tony Romo. Yeah, I just didn't appreciate the uh, where uh, the ball is going into the end zone and Romo just underneath goes, up oh, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Right. Yeah. Super Bowl. We know. We know. Thank you. And he talked the entire way up to the ball being snapped, talking about how, well, this is the end of the first quarter. They don't need to take their time out. And Nance had to cut him off as the ball was being snapped. <laughs> yeah, there, there were so many different points in the game where it was just like, dude, take a breath. Jim, 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 Jim. Oh, my God. I want to slap and, him upside the head. And the thing is, they're paying this guy $20 million a year to do that. Think right. about that. I, I would take Greg Olson over him. like the big- And Greg Olson, to me, is very bland, but I would gl- gladly take him over, over Romo. You yeah, know? the affront isn't that Brady's going to take Olson's job. Because guess what you're going to do? You're going to give that job to Tom Brady. Right. Sorry, that's <laughs> life. He's getting the job. Right. The, the thing that hurts is that Romo is on the A team for CBS, and now Olsen's going to get bumped to the B team when he's better than the guy right, doing the A team. Right, right. But I, I, I didn't like – I didn't like – I haven't liked Tony Romo. I thought his first year he was really good. 
Uh, really good, really refreshingly good. I thought he was good at breaking down film. I thought he was good at, I mean, he knew, you know, what was going on in the game. He was good at explaining it. He was good at explaining what the quarterbacks were seeing and looking. But at some point, he just got lazy. You know what? I don't even, I wonder if it is a lazy thing. I wonder if he's been lazy the whole time, but he was still so close to being done with playing football that he thought he had all the answers, and he did have a lot of the answers. But right. now the game has changed. Clearly, you, you go and you search Creed Humphrey, Tony Romo. Romo said, wow, Creed Humphrey, he never has bad snaps or something to that effect. Chiefs fans blew him up. That If there's one problem with Humphrey, it's been his snaps. And yeah. he's, well, that never happens with Humphrey. He just, I th- you're right, he is lazy. I just wonder if he's always been lazy, yeah. but he could get by on having been so close to the game before. I mean, I, but again, I, he clearly used to watch film. I don't know how much film he watches now. Honestly, and, some and of the there's no he, excuse for this one. You got two yeah, weeks, pal. Yeah, so, and there's and some of the things he says makes me believe that he he really didn't watch a whole lot of film. He didn't, and, and you know he he acted surprised by certain things. And it's Jim, like, Jim, yeah, it's like he acted surprised by certain things. And I was like, if you've watched or paid attention to the 49ers or the Chiefs or whatever all year long, I'm not sure why you're acting surprised by what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Coming up next. 45 days until opening day for the Pirates, Paul. They made a addition yesterday. They've been linked to two more players. We'll hit on that before diving back in on Super Bowl 58. Wait until you hear what Brock Purdy said about his head coach. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. win it for that kind of guy and he's a great coach everybody wants to go to war with that guy um the way he handles himself and carries himself like we all just we want to win for him and um obviously the the older guys the vets trent williams eric armstead like all the guys that have been through it man you, you want to win for him so um but it starts with coach man that's that's who i hurt for um and i hurt for all the other guys our whole team what we've been through the last year hasn't been easy and um you know for it to go like that where it's, it's close at the end, and it, it's it's tough, and I'm still trying to wrap my, my mind around it. That's Brock Purdy talking about his head coach, Kyle Shanahan. <sighs> I just read a story. A couple of players had some interesting things to say about the overtime decision. Maybe he shouldn't feel all that bad for his head coach. We'll get to that coming up in the next hour. The 50-minute mark on the fans brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. We're going to have Mark Caboli on with us at 9 o'clock in the Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh Trusted Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Provider for over 50 years. But you might have missed this yesterday. The Pirates added a catcher, Yasmani Grandal, who <clears throat> last two years has not been good. But I understand that they feel the need to, to add a, a bona fide, legitimate major league catcher to say nothing of Jason DeLay. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. I would have rather it been... 
the guy that the Brewers just signed, who hits a bajillion home runs, Gary Sanchez, but Gary also would have wanted to come here. He would have had to have wanted to come here. And the Pirates drafted a guy 1-1 as a catcher. If I'm Grandal, or excuse me, if I am Gary Sanchez, I'd rather go to the Brewers, the team that won the division, know I'm going to play every day. So I'm sure they tried to get him. He made that decision. Pirates have been linked to Noah Syndergaard and Michael Lorenzen. Both guys would be reclamation projects. And so here's where I wanted to go with this, albeit briefly here, Paul. You look at the Zips projections on fan graphs. The Cardinals right now are projected to be the division winner at 83-79. and 79. Pirates projected 75-87. and 87. It is right there. Yeah. They have the opportunity. Unlike the Steelers, who are in an, really the, one of the toughest divisions in, in, in football, the Pirates are in a division right now where every team is in some uh, semblance of rebuild. Yes. The Cubs have done jack squat apart from paying a bajillion dollars to a manager. Right. And, it's right there, Paul. I mean, you look at you look at what the Cubs have done, you look at what the Cardinals have done, you look at what the, the Brewers have done, and you say to yourself, and the Reds, they tried to get interested for a few years, but then they started selling all their guys off as well. I mean, it's not that far away. No, they, they had a, a massive jump, 16 wins, 17 wins year over year. They're not going to make that kind of jump this year, but a jump is possible. If St. Louis is projected to win 83, do everything you can to get projected to win 85. Right. I didn't like the I didn't like the fact that, you know, I would have kicked the tires on Trevor Bauer. I just would have. I still would. Uh, but, they, but, but, but his agent basically, you know, said the Pirates have told him no. That's absurd to me. Like you're gonna so, you're gonna take a, a a risk on a Cindergard or a Lorenzen, right? I, I'm looking for upside here, and it's not like you didn't just get a Roldis Chapman who's got bad guy things in his past, right? So why why is why is Trevor Bauer who's been exonerated any different than that guy? You've already taken the and, PR and, and here's the thing: Trevor Bauer is exactly the kind of guy you want because he's going he's desperate for a job. You're you're gonna get him for pennies on the dollar. Yes, he that's said what you want. And he, he listen, they're, they're, he's the kind of guy they need for their rotation. You need a number two. You need if you get a number two and Skeens comes into this rotation, you've got a chance to win the division. But I'll tell you what, the Cinder Guards of the world, the Lorenzans of the world, they're not that guy. No, that's enough baseball for today. Though. No, I'm just saying. You know, yeah, no, but I mean the thing about Yasmani Grandal, if you remember. 2018, maybe 19, the Pirates were talking about bringing him in, and they needed a catcher. And, of course, it, you know, the Brewers got him for a one-year deal for $18 million bucks. They hit 28 homers. Yeah, but my point was, at that point, that's when you wanted to sign him. Now, right. in their defense, they need a veteran catcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, don't dis, I don't dislike this. Because I don't think they have a catcher in Henry Davis. I See, I wanted them to get Gary Sanchez right. as your everyday catcher, Absolutely. and then you play Henry Davis in right field I, I, and I, mix him in at DH in a catcher every now and again. All right, coming up next, reasons why maybe Brock Purdy should not feel bad <laughs> for his head coach, and a simple question that I thought about before the game that we now need to talk about after Super Bowl 58. That's all on the way. Fan weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, high 49. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.